every Wednesday on Facebook at uh, 11 to noon. But if you cannot find us at that particular hour, it's always on Facebook. And during the week, I always let people know I'm the Medicare lady. You can always contact me if you have any questions, concerns about Medicaid. But today, Medicare or Medicaid, but today I'm so happy to have a former candidate for the Florida State House. You know, this could be a recap. <laughs> it's Miss Julie Jenkins. Hey, Angela. I'm so happy to see you. When you called, I'm like, well, I'm just coming out to see my girlfriend and we can talk. And we've got stuff politics. to talk about. Yes, yes we do. I'm here for you, whatever you want to ask. Okay. Well, you know what? We always start off with your unique and original story. So where were you born? Plymouth, Michigan. Moved here to Florida, Venice, in high school. And left, went to Washington, D.C. Mr. Smith, Mrs. Smith goes to Washington. <laughs> that was you. That was me. Um, save the world, save the country. Um, we're still working on that, aren't we? So where did you go to college? I went to college at St. Leo University right up the road here. That's where my son went to school. We're alumni. And you know what? It worked out very well for him because he's now a vice president at U.S. Home Bank. Oh, very well. You know, St. Leo's been around for over 130 years, like St. Peter Claver. Ah, we're going to talk about St. Peter Claver. Mm -hmm. But first we're going to talk about Julie. And you went to St. Leo. Did you well? Did me very well. Worked for a congressman, Buddy McKay, who is our governor years ago. He became governor. He became governor. He was a lieutenant governor with Lawton Childs. So I got, that's where I got my first bug of politics. Okay. And then I went out to California, San Francisco, San Diego, met my husband. And I said, let's go back to Florida. We ended up in Tampa. Was he originally from Florida too? No, he's from California, San Francisco, oh, okay. born and bred. And I said, it was a great cost of living. Let's go back yes. here. Yes. As much, but um, we've been here. Still better than California. It, it sure is. <laughs> it sure is. And I've been here about 35 years, two kids. Uh, one kid graduated from U of F, U of F go Gators. Yay. And he worked for Representative Wingay Newton for a okay. year, year and a half. And he's now with St. Pete Junior College in the Global Initiative. And one more to go, University of Miami, Max. And that's almost done. And then I'll have everybody out. Wonderful. <laughs> you know My how that son is. is married, he's out, he has a home, and he helps people with SBA lending. So if you got any SBA questions, you can contact me on that, too. I'm going to have to get his name before we leave. Okay. But as you know, I've been very active in the community for 30-some-odd years, um, working corporate, small business, and a lot of philanthropic. Wonderful. And what are you doing now? What am I, We have a marketing company, a small marketing company, and... When you asked me to come on the show, I was going to announce some big things, but it hasn't happened yet, probably in the next week or two. So I'll fill you in when that does, but it'll be community engagement, philanthropic, but I'm really excited for it. Good. Now, somehow you ended up being a candidate for for the state house. How did that happen? Well, it's one of those things where we had um, an incumbent in there who on our side, we believe wasn't doing some of the things that we believe in, you know, education, environment, um, everything justice. And so I was approached to run for office, and we gave it 120%. And you ran against? Uh, Miss Toledo. You ran against Jackie Toledo representing South, excuse me, uh, South Tampa. South Tampa primarily, but it also went over to um, Ruskin, 
Apollo Beach, it's geared 8% Republican. Um, Are you saying 8-0? Uh, 8%. Oh, 8%. So it leans. It's leaning it, it's Republican. A, it's a leaning Republican. But we really thought in 2016 how the blue wave came mm-hmm. and the way Hillsborough is turning more and more purple blue. Hillsborough County is blue. Right. But, uh, you know, gerrymandering and, and our state houses, which are so important, you know, it's a gerrymandered district, 8% it leans. And, uh, but we did it, and we lost the Hispanic vote, and it was very partisan. But the good news is Biden got in, so we're excited about that. We are excited about that, and we're not going to give up. We are not going to give up. We're not going to give up that seat either. We're going to keep fighting. And what was the percentages um, who, um, that you came in in that race? Uh, I think it was 5%. You were 5% down. Right. That's not bad. It was leaning 8% Republican. And the thing is, though, with this, we really believe it was the messaging because you know how we gained five seats in the blue wave? We lost all five seats. And everybody that we thought was going to get in, there was six, seven of us, we all lost about five, six percentage points. So we believe it was the messaging of defunding the police and the PPP. Well, Biden said, uh, you know, they beat the hell out of out, they beat the hell out of us with that defund the police. They did. They they really did. And maybe it was baked in the bread. But um, I was at one of the first marches at Cyrus Green. You know, we were watching um, when it was uh, it was so hot that day that we marched. And now I'm really upset that we can go to jail now for doing different things such as that. Okay, they are going buckwild crazy in Tallahassee yeah. because they have the seats and they have the votes. And um, I did want to talk to you about um, a big issue right now where they are just basically trying to overrule all of our locally elected people and just rule the state from Tallahassee. It's scary, and that's the reason everybody out there listening You know, a lot of people would have thought I was crazy jumping into this race because it it leaned red. But I truly believe we can never give up the fight because now we see what they're doing. They're trying to run, like you say, from Tallahassee, our local area, our city council, our county commissioners. We vote for them. All for transportation. We voted for that. And now it's gone. Now it's gone. And I am still very, very upset and angry about that because we worked. they worked so hard to get it yes. on the ballot. Yes. They did it. They collected the money. Yep. How much? $500 million, something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, because of one county commissioner who one. was one, mm-hmm. Stacey White, who was working with the Tallahassee people, mm-hmm. they were able to overturn it. With our Supreme Court that leans... Another way, too. From Tallahassee, once DeSantis got in, he wiped all the justices off the bench who were liberal and put all of his cronies in there. So we can't win any cases. No, and we were talking um, Rena Frazier, Christine Barker. There was a lot of people involved in that all for transportation. A lot of smart, young professionals worked really, really hard. And then this happened. Safer streets, sidewalks. I mean, this was not just transportation. Heart was going to get a lot of money. Every, everything. That affects black people if they can't get to work. Can't get to work. That's right. They want people to work. We'll provide transportation. So that's the reason people like you hopefully will run again for our county commission and lead the pack. And people will run 
locally. I'm hoping, but I want to tell you, uh, we have to get these state House yes. seats because if we don't get the Senate, the Florida Senate, and we don't get the House, um, these people have are, are ruthless. I mean, let's just let's just say you're it. right. You're right, and that's the problem. We can agree to disagree, but the other side, it's their way or the highway. Yes. And as you said, ruthless. So we do need people to continue to run for these seats. It's been 20 years. The Florida legislature has been dominated by the Republican Party. Now, if you like everything that's going on, great. If you don't, that's one of the reasons that I've run. That's one of the reasons people before me have run. We are not going to give up the fight. We're not going to give up the seat. And. Since you've run, it's only gotten worse because now we have a voter suppression bill on the books. They want to take up the ballot drop boxes. Why? Because they weren't working? No, because they were working. Uh, Over a million and a half people. Unbelievable. Use those ballot boxes. And the early voting. Early voting at 9 a.m. in the morning when people are at work. In Um, Georgia, giving people water. I'm going to Georgia. I'm going to be taken to jail giving someone water. (laughs) I know, but uh, just talking about Florida right now, um, they want to make it so that every single year you have to request your uh, vote-by-mail ballot. It's going to cost the state a lot of money, and they're hoping that some people won't remember to do that. That's right. That's right. And all that legwork and hard work that we do to register voters, we give them the information. We don't fill it out for them. They fill it out and send it uh, and turn it in. Doesn't matter. And now they want it so that if you're an elderly person and you need assistance from your neighbor or your friend to get your ballot in, can't do that. I don't know, Angela. We've got to do something. And as bad as it is now, it was bad before, but as bad as it is now, we cannot sit back. I know. And we've got it. How many seats do we have to win to overtake them? Oh, God. Um, You know? If we had won... 14, 20, 14 to 20 seats, we would have been up there. We would oh, we had to, oh, so statewide, we need at least 14 but seats. We, see, but if we would have done what we did in 2016, five seats, yes. and then we thought we were going to get another five to seven, oh. we're slowly making that dent. Those gains. Yeah, and, yes. you know, right now we look like we're a red state. Isn't that scary? That is very scary. And before we were and a DeSantis state. And DeSantis won by less than 1%. That's right. That's right. Well, he may be gone and maybe looking at president now, too. So we can get somebody like Val Demings in. We got some exciting people we stepping do. up to the plate. We got um, Charlie Chris. He's done it before. Yeah. I don't say anybody who's done it before. Hey, you might be able to do it again. That's right. Nikki Freed. Nikki Freed has stepped up to the plate. She is a, an exciting and dynamic person. And she calls DeSantis out all the time. She does, she does <laughs> call DeSantis out. You know, that guy uh, sells vaccines for money. We don't like him. That's right. That's right. If you want to make a donation, <laughs> we, can get you, we can get you a shot quicker, right? <laughs> Big donations. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ugh, there's nothing good about him. But, um, you know what? There, I don't know if you know about this, but there were some ghost candidates that were put in some of the Senate races. Were you familiar with that at all? I was familiar with the one, and you had mentioned the other ones might have something to do with Matt Gates being involved yes, in that. Yes, Matt Gates is involved in one. So uh, for, for those people who do not know, they put people into the race with similar names. The people never um did anything to run for office. Right. They did not campaign. They didn't do anything. They just put they just put money behind these people. One, um, his name was Rodriguez, and the 
the Democratic candidate was Rodriguez. Right. So people got very um, confused. And the ghost candidate won. And the, no, the ghost candidate didn't win. The Republican won. Well, the ghost candidate who, helped the Republican yes, win. Yes, exactly. Yes. And in um, three occasions they did this. Three occasions. And they're not doing anything about it, are they? I, I don't think they're going to have um, new races. And I no. think they should. And, and you know why they're probably not doing anything about it? Tallahassee. Tallahassee Republicans control it, and they just probably gave him a slap on the wrist. I don't even know if they did that, and that's terrible. Well, one guy is going to jail for it. He's been arrested. He's local, too, I think. Um, I'm trying to remember if he's South... I believe he's a South Florida guy. He is going to jail for that. Good, he should. Matt Gates is involved in another one, but he's got so many other issues that he's probably going to go to jail for. Oh, we can only hope. Because they take sex trafficking in Florida... Very seriously, and he invited a girl to the Bahamas. Seventeen years of age. I Seventeen think years old. So yeah. uh, he's got big issues. You know, the Republican Party has big issues, and I'm going to tell you something. As a registered Democrat, you have got to have a two-party system to make this work. So I don't give them ill will, but they've the Republican Party has got to clean house on some of these issues, like Matt Gates and others. Bobert, Marjorie Green. Mm-hmm. Yes, we could go on and on on that, <laughs> but but go thank on. goodness for Cheney, like you said, Representative Cheney, she's sticking up for the law and saying um, the insurrection. Yes. Now, when we come back, we got a lot of things to discuss because there is a local issue with um with the schooling, with the private school oh, and yes. our public school. I don't know if you want to even get into that, but there's so much to talk about that's going on in Tampa. Yes, I look forward to it. Okay, we're coming back. So much to talk about this. What have you got planned for today? Come on, this way. Adventure can be found anywhere, but the best place to start is in the forest. It's the most powerful magic there is. Head outside to discover incredible animals. Wow. And beautiful plants that come together to create an unforgettable adventure. <laughs> so grab your loved ones and explore a world of possibilities. Visit discovertheforest.org to find the closest forest or park to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. My teacher said that we should have a plan in case of an emergency. Do we have one? First thing I'm going to do is grab a flashlight with dead batteries. I'm going to start randomly throwing clothes in the bag. You two will be hiding in the closet and Dad won't be able to find you. And that's when we both start crying. Uncontrollably. Can you pass the cutlets? Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Search ReadyKids at NYC.gov or call 311. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Radio, the most loved station across the nation. In, in, in touch radio, radio, radio. Tell a friend in touch radio. We're back. This is such an exciting show. I'm having a conversation with former state rep candidate Julie Jenkins. (laughs) I want to call her a state rep, but you (laughs) know, (laughs) but thank you. She ought to be. Okay, now you, when you were telling us about your uh, illustrious bio, you did not, you failed to mention that you worked for a school called St. Peter Claver. Tell us about that. St. Peter Claver, what a great school. If you don't know about this school, it's off Nebraska between downtown and uh, 7th and Ebor. 
and it's about a hundred, close to 130 years old, African American school, one of the top African American schools in the country, and it's located right here in Tampa. And what a history! What a history! Do you know what I went on the um, history, the, the Tampa uh, Bay History Center tour, yes, walking tour. And you know what I learned? I learned that St. Peter Claver was built by nuns and they burnt it to the ground. Yeah, the, some and bad they people put a it. note on the door saying, don't do this again. And the nuns built it back <laughs> up again. And it's still here today. It is. What and, an amazing um, story. I'm so glad to hear about that uh, at the Tampa. The Tampa History, history Center on um, Black History Walking Tour. That's a Was it just during it. the month? The black no, it, you. If you want to go on that tour, you just call the history the um, the history center and book your tour. And I did it on a Saturday morning. Well, I'm glad to hear that because when they opened and I was at St. Peter Claver, I went in there and they didn't have anything on St. Peter Claver, and I was like, "We're one of the oldest in the country oh, located here. So do. good, good. Yes. I'm, I'm so glad to hear it. Yes, two white nuns actually from the academy." built that because they felt bad that the uh, African-American kids were not being educated okay. like they should. They built it. And like you say, what a great story. Not that it was burned down, but they were like, uh, that ain't we're happening. Serious. We're yeah. serious. And they built it back. And where they built it back is where it's at right now. It's really called Governor Street. It's right by uh, Encore. It's, yes. it's like right yeah. in the middle of Encore. Yes. But they have affordable of, housing there. Yes. Lots and lots of history. I was telling you, Butterfly McQueen. Uh, who Prissy. started and gone with the wind yes and won the first academy award one of the first uh, uh women of color to win an academy yeah. award blanche armwood was uh went there uh first attorney first uh, uh, african-american african-american and there's a school named after her armwood high school armwood high school yes so if you go back i can't remember all the spiel of everybody living there but detroit tigers like general manager uh, not Detroit Tigers, Detroit Lions. So our St. Peter Claver alumni are moving and shaking Washington, D.C., all over the country. And that's a school we don't want to lose, Angela. I know, but we could lose it, huh? You know, I don't work there anymore, but from what I know, um, they've let go of Sister Maria Babatunde, who's been there, God, eight, ten years. And the diocese, And she was running the school? She was running the school. See, what happened, too, is I don't know if you're familiar with Father Hugh. Um, he was the uh, pastor at the church, St. Peter Claver Church. Okay. And he fought tooth and nail to keep that the, the school doors open, along with Joe Capitano. If it wasn't for Joe Capitano, the mayor of Ybor City, that school would have been gone a long time ago. Joe has put his blood, sweat, and tears in. But what happened is Father Hugh left, mm. another priest came in, and the diocese kind of moved in. And the next thing we knew, they are putting the Boys and Girls Club that we utilized as a gym for St. Peter Claver on the market to sell. They let go of Sister Maria. And right now, they've got an interim diocese principal in there. So I don't know what's going to happen. But if I was in the community, um, I'd definitely be checking it out and uh, fight for to keep St. Peter Claver. And- <clears throat> Excuse me. I think what's behind it, which you agree with me, is the cost of the real estate. Oh, yes. Money always talks. Money and land, right? They are in a prime. I mean, right next to Encore. Can you imagine? There was talk years ago. Remember on baseball? There was talk yes, about that housing yes, development about- in St. Peter Claver. Mm-hmm. And so, Tampa Park. 
Yep. Yep, they sold that, yep. which is very close by. So people, keep your eye on St. Peter Claver. Fight to keep that. It's an institution. It's a it's a historical we landmark. We need all of our black children yes. educated because education is the great equalizer. And when I worked there, one of my things was I don't care if you're red, white, black, or blue. Every child in this community deserves a quality education. They've got some great teachers over there. Mm-hmm. Great teachers. And, and a great history, great legacy. Yes, so we've got to stay on top of that. Absolutely. You know what? Uh, going back to our Tallahassee problems, <laughs> I mean, there's just so much that they are running from Tallahassee, which I'm so scared about. You know, they had an apprenticeship program. Yes. Um, the city council wanted, wanted want, I, know, I don't know if they're still pushing it. But, Louis uh, Vieira, that's right. Um, Louis Vieira is pushing an apprenticeship program and also the county commission is pushing the same apprenticeship program. And what they want to do is get the developers to give these uh, up-and-coming young men and women the opportunity to go into the union, right? get union apprenticeships. The developers don't really are on on board with this, and they got all the money. They got all the clout, and Tallahassee is trying to shut us down again. Right, because the money's just like DeSantis, pay for a, a shot, same way with pay for a candidate or an incumbent, and they'll do what you, they want to do, and that's that's not right. We need those local apprenticeships. We need those people to, our local officials know what we want. Yes. Tallahassee doesn't know what we they want. They don't know. But, but that's why it's so important we put people in there that are going to work for us in Tallahassee. I know, again, because, you know, we work so hard. Yeah. Now we have... Five Democrats on the Board of County Commission. They're trying to re- do the right thing. Right. But if Tallahassee doesn't like what they're doing, mm-hmm. they just put the hammer, the kibosh on it. So like I'm we very were talking upset. before, all for transportation. All for transportation is gone. And uh, this is a very, very serious issue. It is, because if we want Tampa to grow, do you remember when, um, I think it was Mayor Buckhorn, um, Reverend... Scott and a bunch of them were running and money was supposed to come for transportation and they turned it down. The city turned it away and Charlotte got our money. Oh, yes. So, that was know. when President Obama, Obama was in office and anything that had the name Obama on it. <laughs> and you didn't want to hug Obama, too, right? That's right. Or That's forget right. it. Charlie Chris got in trouble with that, too. And this is just crazy. <laughs> in 2021, we're dealing with this stuff still. But I don't know what the city's problem to make us. An even better city, we've got to have transportation. We have to. We are way past time. We have too many residents here that you, if your car breaks down in your driveway, you can't get to work. It's over. That's right. And they're complaining about people not working right now. Well, people need to get to work. Buses. And, you know, we have the regentrification problem Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. they're kicking all the black folks out of the city. And next thing you know, they're in Brandon. They're in... Uh, Riverview, they're out there. How do you get to work? Exactly. And to get back to St. Peter Claver, that's exactly what's happening. If they get rid of that school and they sell that land, that's that whole area used to be, what was that called, Central, the Central Park. And that's why the highway that they put through, see, they think, oh, we'll just run right through it and they'll, they'll disappear. Mm-hmm. And that's got to stop. That has got to stop. 
And, you know, it is a nationwide problem. It is a nationwide problem. Um, we don't have, we have an affordable housing problem because these developers come in and they build no affordable housing units. It's always 1300 a unit or 1500 or 2000 Who can afford that? But the good thing on, city, on uh, County Commission now, which you're well aware of, is they're starting to make the developers pay their fair share. Yes, they are um, telling the developers you have to pay your impact fees. Impact fees pay for schools, right? Pay for libraries, sidewalks, pay for sidewalks and roads, yep. firehouses. We got a problem now. We don't have enough fire people to get to you if you have a fire. Right, right. There's not enough schools though, too, is there? There's not enough schools. We have people in a, in a portable units, kids in portable units. That's not good. You know, we're hearing more and more, even nationally, about pay your fair share, which is so true. Look at what President Biden's trying to do right now. Get the corporations and anybody. I'd love to make 400000 but I'm still willing, whatever I'm making, which is a lot less than that, I'm willing to pay my fair share, my taxes, for the betterment of our country. Yes. I mean, and the thing is, it's very popular. People are okay with the rich being taxed. Yes. People are okay with corporations being taxed. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I'm uh, hey, Biden, I'm... Most people are 100% with you. It's very, very popular. Very popular. I'm with you too, Angela, with President Biden. All he's right. doing a great job. He's doing an awesome job. And he's not the other guy. So a lot of people just like him for that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Now, we got a problem with our Hillsborough County school system. Hearing about that. Hearing about that. It's not good. Uh, Superintendent Addison. Yes, we have a, a fairly new superintendent, yep. um, and I'm so sad to say they had an awesome opportunity to get a guy named Peterson in there, an African-American, and they turned him down, and they went with Addison, and we got big problems because he's in cahoots with Tallahassee. It seems to keep going back to Tallahassee. It seems to keep going back to that. And one of our problems, too, with Tallahassee and the state legislature is those people are funded by a lot of... Now, not all charter schools are bad. Right. There's tons at Pepin. We've got one locally that takes care of uh, kids with disabilities. DeBartolo. DeBartolo, that's right. And the Pepin Academy. And um, so we don't want to say all of them are bad, but we need to keep our public education. We can't be taking money from our public education and diverting it into charter schools. And um, we got a big issue with Hillsborough County. It's a huge um, system. I think it's number th- uh, maybe three in the nation. Mm-hmm. And they're about $50 million in debt. And uh, we got money, though, that came in from the CARES Act yes. that somehow is not getting to our school system. Imagine that. Because I- it has to go through Tallahassee. We it's it's like the Saborski Trust, the trust fund for the homeless too. Oh my the money, god, the Sadowski fund. Sadowski. That's another issue. But okay, we're going to talk about that one next because <laughs> I'm still upset about what's going on with our Hillsborough County school system because they will not let the money funnel through. We need it badly, mm-hmm. and they're talking about the whole school system might have to be taken over by Tallahassee. Cochran. The superintendent of education, right? That's what he wants to do. And his wife just happens to run charter schools. Oh, my gosh. That's not good. That's not good. They want to privatize our whole system. 
And we've had some issues with that because, you know, when they set up the charter schools, they get money. And we've had someone who absconded with like $9 million. And then the teachers, uh, they don't get any pensions or anything like that. And some of these teachers at these charter schools, all they need is their driver's license to show up, not maybe a full degree that they have. So it's not good. They're not going on the same level of what our public school teachers are. And if they are going to set this up this way, then they've got to follow the same rules and regulations yeah, that our but public they schools. Don't. No, they don't. They don't at all. Monticello, Monticello, up in Tallahassee. I don't know how you say that. Monticello. Name. Monticello. They are the leading charter school area where they build them, and then guess what happens within two years? They're gone. That's fraud. That's it what is that fraud. Is. I mean, you're you're saying it truthfully. It's fraud. I mean, it, the the system, unfortunately, is ripe for that. Texas is number one with all the charter schools they have. And guess who's number two? Florida. Florida. So they can make their business, go out of business, start somewhere else, and then we're the oh ones left gosh. holding the bill. Boy, we got more to talk about when we come back about that Sadowski Fund for Affordable Housing. Don't go away. Yeah. It's funny. It just keeps leaving back. Let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh. You don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man. You laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool. Very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies. Like, like the storm. storm. When it, it kicked in, in we had we a plan. We, we were able to get in touch with each other in no time. Idea how to find each other. The whole, whole experience, experience was fine. Was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, there, it's to stay calm and keep to the plan. Message. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. We are back with Julie Jenkins, and she stepped up to the plate, and she did run as a candidate for the state house. When did you run? Uh, last this past November. This past November. Past November. Okay, and ran against uh, Jackie Toledo. Yes, uh, she's one of our South Tampa, Riverview, Apollo Beach representatives. Yes. 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 Down to Ruskin. Okay, so um, we're talking about Tallahassee and how they are ruling. The whole state. Because they're held by the Republican Party. We have more Republican uh, representation. They got the votes. They've got the votes, and that's what we've got to change as Democrats um, because they don't believe in a lot of the same things that we believe in. As we were talking about education, charter schools versus public, we want public education to ever go away. And as you said, the Sadowski Trust for housing. Okay. So we know that affordable housing is one of the most important issues that we're facing right now across the country. But uh, of course we're talking about Hillsborough County and um, 
they have we have a fund in yeah. the state of Florida called the Sadowski Fund, and every time there's a real estate transaction, it used to be doc stamps mm-hmm. that you would actually see on the contract. They're no longer doc stamps, but they still do a transaction where part of that money goes into that fund. Right. Strictly for the purpose of affordable housing. And every year in Tallahassee, what do they do? They raid it. They raid the fund and take the money. Which which should not be allowed. I think this year was the one year maybe they didn't take Well, it? they said they weren't. And guess what? They did anyway. Oh, jeez. No, it's just a, it's, you know what it is? It's a fund that's there. And it's supposed to be dedicated money for affordable housing. But they can say, well, we have an issue that's more important right now. Right. We're going to divert those funds to they, something else. They divert else. a lot of funds. Yeah, they, they like divert to divert the funds. They yes. like to divert the funds. <laughs> it, yeah, uh, that's we have Anna in here, our female <laughs> uh, engineer. And she, she has she's called them thieves, which, yeah. Huh? Yeah, they're thieves. They're thieves. Okay. Okay. Let's just say that. And I mean, and they're heartless. Well, thank goodness we have good people on um, county commission, like Commissioner Kimberly Overman, who fights and fights and fights. And, but once and the, Pat Kemp. And Pat Kemp. Yes. I don't know if she sits on that board, though. I know Kimberly does. Okay. But the other, the other thing is our local state reps come in. Um, and like you say, the money is diverted, and they have control of that, which shouldn't be allowed. Blue housing, have you heard of them? They do a lot of um, economic building of housing units. You know what? I think their name is something. It has blue in it, right? Yeah, it has bl- a- I think it's called Blue Housing Communities, and they've been building a lot. Riverview, different places. Yes, They're great yes. They are one company. of our affordable yes. housing builders. Yes. Yes, because um, really the, the Tampa Housing Authority is supposed to do most of it. Right. But they are so far behind. I think there's like 8,000 people on the waiting list. And that's only because they closed the waiting list down. Right. Because there would be more people on it. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of issues now that COVID is hopefully on its way out from the housing to the schooling. Um, there's a lot of things we need to work on. And we need to get representation in Tallahassee, which is to only help gonna, with these yeah. things. And it, uh, we've got to get out in 2022 to get a governor in and to get um, senator in. Yes. Um, so we do have um, the Senate, uh, the, our regular uh, Senate uh, that will be up. We have one senator that Rubio. will be up. Rubio is up for election. Um, and we're thinking maybe Val Demings might step in there. She would be wonderful. And you know what, Angela? I think she would have a great shot. Former police chief was a For Orlando, Florida. How many years? 20 some odd years? Like 30. 20, 30 years. And now she's a congressional uh, congresswoman, which is wonderful. Yeah, And she's doing a great job. And she's not giving anybody any leeway, particularly Congressman And she came to national attention with the... um, uh, when President Trump uh, was impeached, second yes. one, I think the second <laughs> impeachment. Yeah, she well, she was large and in charge, so she's now a national figure. Yep, and yeah. um, they're trying to get her to run, and she's looking at either governor, yes, or she's looking at uh, Senate. At Senate, yeah, I'd love to see her Senate. You know, it's starting to get cr- kind of crowded in the governor type thing, and I think Miss Demings could get right into that Senate seat. 
that would be a perfect move up for her because she's already in Washington. And we need the Senate. And we need the Senate. Mm-hmm, that but, is right. Every Senate seat we need. But Rubio's been kowtowing to Trump. So, you know, before when he didn't care for him, now he wants the the endorsement. So, Val, if you're listening, Angela and I want you to run. <laughs> Badly. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know, I'm part of the Democratic Black Caucus. We'll support her. 22 uh, chapters strong across the state. She's she's a member of the, of the Florida Democratic Black Caucus. So she got that. Uh, we yeah, hundred percent will be behind her. I think that's one of the things that helped um, the last uh, gubernatorial election was the the black folks really came in strong. Yep. So now we got to talk about the Hispanic people. Who would have thunk it? And you know, they said they got on the radio in South Florida saying that um, all the Democrats are socialists and communists, and they're going to defund the police. And they had all these ads running for a, for a long time in Spanish. Yeah, people, the Democratic Party has been supporting Hispanics for years. We're not socialists. <laughs> um, We're not communists. When, when you're riding on the streets, that's not socialism. When the firemen and the police come, that's not socialism. You're... Medicaid, Medicare, Medicaid and Medicare are not socialists. So don't let them. Well, you know what? They are a form of democratic socialism. I will put it that way. Um, And but the thing is, they say, I don't want socialism, but don't take away my Social Security check. Right. Don't take them away my road. I want the fire (laughs) and I want the policemen to come out. So the, the Republican Party does a very good job of marketing. I will give them credit for that. Yes, they do. They, they really do. Like this to fund the police, people, we're not saying to get rid of the police. What we do is we're allocating the funds in different areas, just like we do with schools. But, you know, the funny thing is Democrats did not make that up. It was a group called Black Lives Matter that came up with that. Mm-hmm. It's not a Democratic slogan. Right. But the Republicans have turned they it They have side. turned it. They say anything that Black Lives Matter does. They just say, well, that's the Democrats. But we have no affiliation. Black Lives Matter has no political affiliation. Right. They're not Republicans. They're not independents. They're not Democrats. They're just gra- a grassroots organization. And their only thing is stop killing black people. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. What's happening now is I was so excited after uh, George Floyd. The verdict. The, the verdict. Yeah. The verdict that came out. I mean, we were all holding our breath. And yes. that's terrible that we have to hold our breath in 2021 like this. And then right after that, that day, someone again, it's every day. It's every day now. And, and you know what? And I've heard this before. This has been going on for years, but since those police cams came out. And a phone in the hand. Yes, yes. We have to be so um, grateful to that young lady who was 17 years old, yes. Darnella. Mm-hmm. And she held that camera and she held it steady because they already had the narrative worked out. You know, they said he had, if you read the report, it was a medical incident that he had. Oh, brother. But this has got to stop with black and brown people, what they're doing to them. I mean, it's every day someone's getting shot. And that's another thing we could go on and on and talk about gun you know, control, gun control, gun issues. And that's what we've got to watch on our verbiage, too. We say gun control and they say we're trying to take away their rights. But I don't really believe um, when the United States was founded and our founding fathers thought there would ever be something that could shoot in two minutes, 100 rounds of I know. ammo. 
please explain to me why you need an assault rifle. I don't understand it. Well, I think, what is there now, 70 to 80% both sides, Republican, Democrat, Independent, do believe, as we believe, there should not be assault weapons out there. There's no reason for it. And can we have just normal, common sense gun control? Yep, yep. I'm involved with Moms Demand Action, and um, my dream job would be, uh, be to be a national representative. That's why I actually started to run for office. I am tired of our children, our adults, our seniors. My mother, 80 years old, was like, what do I do if I go to the Hyde Park Festival and someone comes out with a gun? She I shouldn't know. be asking me that stuff. It's very, it's serious. I mean, when you leave the house now, you got to think, I could get shot in the grocery store. Yep, yep, terrible. I could be in the mall and someone could just start shooting. We We've got to do better, right, Angela? We've, We've got, got to, to do, do better. better. And I, I truly believe this. You're a friend, but you would be wonderful. I hope you consider to run again. I really do. We need, particularly women, women out there. <laughs> Some of these men, we're not into uh, peeing in our area. Well, you know, we do want to uh, support good people. We want to support we, great we want people. To, yeah, so if you're a good person, you can think about it. <laughs> and, and women have more hormonal balance sometimes, too. I, You know, I do think that um, there's a lot of testosterone going on in Tallahassee right now. And, and you know what? That's what it is. It's all that testosterone. And one other thing that we forgot to mention, the Equal Rights Amendment. Since yes. the 70s, we're still dealing with that. Florida, Florida still doesn't has have it. not. 37 states do, and not Florida. Once again, mm-hmm. the Republicans... They won't allow it. They will not allow it. And, you know, the funny thing is there are Republican women. There was a woman named Phyllis Shafley who was a big opponent of the Equal Rights Amendment. But you know what? Back in the day, um, even see a little bit now, you know, women went to college to get their MRS degrees. Yep. Yep, They were totally dependent on men. Mm -hmm. So they weren't trying to mess up the homestead. They want to, they want to be uh, they want to have their good life and they want the man to take care of the money and they can take care of the shopping. Yep. Well, now we've got tons of strong female role models, Val Demings. I mean, we could go on and on and on. All Kamala the Harris, Kamala Harris, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi, all of them, and um, the good Stacey news, Abrams, who might oh, win I, a, a Nobel Peace Prize. I love Stacey Abrams. Love her. Hey, we so, need more women to run. Yes, and we need more women who just do the work. Well, we know uh, who does the work. Women have always done the work. work yes, because uh, Stacey Abrams did not win her she, last race. She's going to win this time. And you know what she did? She got to work. She did. She's she won. showed us in, in Florida how it could be done. Well, somebody said we need to hire Stacey, bring her to Florida. I think we do. <laughs> but you know what? I hope she does run. So... We're going to have to do it on our own. We will. We'll follow her program, but I hope she runs for governor. That'll be wonderful. I know. And, you know, she just realized that the votes were there. She did. She's smart. She's very smart. So she just had to do whatever it took on a grassroots level to get the people to the polls. And like Michelle Obama says, do not leave the line. Bring your lunch. Yeah. We could only hope she'd run, but I don't think she'll run. She will not run. <laughs> The Obamas have given at the office and they're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's going to leave people like you, people like me, and okay. other women out there. Listen to us. We need more women. But we're, we are doing good. The Democratic Party, we're, we're leading by leaps and bounds. The Republican Party still is kind of lagging. You know, I, I know that usually during the midterm cycle, um, the 
opposing party usually wins mm-hmm. seats. But mm-hmm. I don't know. This time, uh, we might be able to, to overcome that. I hope so. For the, for the safety of our children and our future, for the state of Florida and the country, um, we can see what's happening, 47, 48 Republican-held state legislatures across the country and what they're trying to do. January 6th, all that other good stuff going on. Hey, we still got more to talk about when we come back. Sounds good. And we'll wrap it up. By now, we're all aware of the dangers of COVID-19. Like others with existing health issues, cancer patients are at a high risk due to their compromised condition. If you are newly diagnosed with cancer, your care likely can't wait. Moffitt Cancer Center is the best place for your cancer concerns and to provide guidance to help you plan your next steps. We're here for you. Call 1-888-456-2839 or go to moffitt.org slash here for you. Slap talk, trap talk, just talk with Madam CJ right here on In Touch Radio every Thursday at 7 p.m. Talk to me, talk to me, baby. Trap talk, y'all. On In Touch Radio. Wow, our hour is going by quickly with Julie Jenkins. You're listening to Tampa Bay Politics, and I have a former state rep candidate. She stepped up and she ran and she ran an awesome race. Let me congratulate you on that. Thank you. We didn't leave anything on the table, Angela. 6,000 donors, tons of volunteers, and we literally worked eight days a week. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Just like the song says, we need more people. And how much money were you able to raise? We raised close to a little over 500,000, but to hold the seat, guess how much the Republicans raised? Over a million? One million five hundred thousand plus to hold that seat. That's wow. going into uncharted territory. The amount of money that it is, it is because um, uh, Pat Kemp. The last time she ran, they raised over a million dollars to get yeah. rid of her. They were not successful, yes. but you can see they are. That money is no object. Money is no object. Citizens United. We've got to end money in politics. Hopefully, that'll come up soon too. I hope so because. Um, the amount of money that's needed to win a race, a local race, it's not fair to the average person no. if they want to run. No. And, and you and I are average people. Yes. And I run to show my kids we don't have to be this type of person, this type. We're just an everyday person. We believe in helping out our community, and we do the hard work. But the money is, is really a killer. It really is. And, of course, the money equals um, marketing. Um, next thing you know, there's five or six mailings coming into your house. TV. TV. And uh, they put things on the card that you don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. I, they I, make up things about you. Well, I actually had some people on the other side, Republicans in town, that said, boy, they, they played it dirty, some of the ads that they ran on you. And, you know, they, they had three, I think three or four different commercials where I had my one commercial. And then I think a pack did one for me. But we can't compete with the money. The money, it's a big, big issue. And for some reason, um, Republicans just have all the money in the world. (laughs) I don't know. They always have the money. Yeah, yeah. The marketing, it helps for sure. Now, um, you want to talk about January the 6th. I'm I'm mad, Angela. I'm really mad. January 6th, what happened? Um, I put something out on Facebook about real patriots 
And immediately I had responses from the other side saying, oh, that's Antifa, that's this, that's this. Well, come to find out it wasn't Antifa. It wasn't Black Lives Matter either? No, it was Trump supporters. And you know what makes me mad? What? Nothing is being done. There's no commission on it. No one's checking it. Let alone just for the safety and security for the future of our capital. Because of the, our nation. Our of government. our nation. Terrorism. Domestic terrorism. What the other side is saying, well, you know what? If you have something about January 6th, then you've got to talk about what happened over the summer, which they like to refer to as riots, which were usually peaceful protests. There was maybe a few. Very and now appeal. we have a riot bill. Now yeah. they can run you over with their car. Uh, it's gotten bad. Now you can get a felony um, charge. But I, I think we've got to raise some ruckus. Uh, today, one of the policemen, the Capitol Police, said this is being whitewashed. Now you could take that how you want. I take it in a couple different ways. But something's got to be done. And I think we've got to make uh, a fuss about it. We really do. You know, I don't like the comparison that the um, the George Floyd protests were the same as January 6th. Uh, nothing. Not even similar. Not one iota. But that's what they're trying to do. The other side's trying to rewrite history, and they're doing exactly what you just said. Now, the reason why I think there's a stark difference between the two of them is, number one, uh, Nancy Pelosi was in the House. The vice president was in the House. All right. So they are trying. They went after our government that is a totally different um charge that's insurrection it is insurrection and not enough is being done about it no police report nothing so i'm going to make an effort on my (laughs) on my behalf to start raising more ruckus about what really happened this is for the safety of our country domestic terrorism and now there's how many people have been arrested? 400? I think there's been 400 or more. Uh, they said that 800 actually breached the, um, the premises and went in. Excuse me. <laughs> now, can you imagine if the other side had come and broached the Capitol the way they did? Right. They would have been shot. Can you imagine if it was black people? They would have been shot. Absolutely. And, and they just were sort of, well, we saw some of the pictures waving them in come on in and then to be fair by the time they got in they were outnumbered they couldn't stop right right and you know what um they are being arrested so that is a good thing and i think there's a few tampa people here they better watch out yes there's some tampa people and there was some uh manatee people Mm, um, sarasota sarasota yeah and they're and they're still looking so keep i i look all the time to see if i see it in my my friends any, from any, Tampa Bay that were there. See if you recognize anybody. Well, I don't know if you saw that um, editorial by Wendy March in the paper on uh, the former candidate running against Kathy Castor. Quinn, Q-U-I-N-N. Isn't that kind of funny with that big old Q? <laughs> She's, and a Q. She's a Q for real. She is. She is. And she actually said in the paper last week's edition that she allowed um, some people from the Patriot Group to go up on her private plane. And now they're not paying her back for it, so she's making a big ruckus about it. But she made sure to say, but I wasn't in the Capitol, and that was Antifa. Now, you and I both know there's no That's Antifa. That's not Antifa. No, not Antifa at all. Hasn't, Antifa hasn't been arrested. <laughs> and it, Trump supporters have. Black Lives Matter people haven't been arrested. Nope, nope. Everybody that's been arrested has said 
Trump supporter or wearing their big old Trump. And Trump told me to come, so I came. <laughs> that's that's right. what they t- that's their defense. People, the big lie. It's <laughs> gotta stop. The big lie. President Biden won. And the shame of this whole thing is Trump, I I won't even give him the dignity of calling him of what he was, is lying. And he continues to lie. And they're all going along with it. Well, you know, I was so happy to see on um, NBC TV, on the Today Show, they had some um, Republicans, lifelong Republicans, Mm -hmm. who decided to vote for Biden. And they went back and interviewed them, and they really are happy they made the right decision because I think it was a decision really between, do you want to save our country? Because Trump isn't really a Republican. I'm a native New Yorker. He was a big (laughs) Democrat when I was growing up. So, I mean, this this guy is all about him. We don't want him as a Democrat either. I know. Nobody wants him at this point. (laughs) Hands off. He's toxic. He helped them to lose the House, the presidency, and the Senate. So, And they're still supporting him. Is that crazy? <laughs> that, that right there tells you something's cray-cray. And I'm hoping if, if, if Trump um, supports some um, primaries, they'll lose more races. That would be great. And you know what? You bring up that good point. Remember how they had the Reagan Democrats? Yes. How the Democrats voted for Reagan? Yes. And now it's the Biden Republicans, yes. which, um, who's the one at 4 o'clock? Uh, she's on MSNBC. Um, she's got her own show. She's a Republican, and she's yes. a Biden Republican. Yes, she and says, the Lincoln, Nicole Wallace, Nicole Wallace, and the and the uh, the Lincoln Initiative they have the Lincoln Initiative. Uh, yes, that's where um, Republicans got together a pact right. against um, Trump. Colonel Powell, um, Commander Powell. Um, 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 Powell is a still a registered Republican. Republican. But, you know, he is a common sense Republican. Yes, moderate. Yes. And there's some, yes. trust us, there's a lot of good moderates out there. It, yes. It's just like what's in Washington now. It is a swamp. It is. Term limits. We need term limits everywhere. I, I don't like term limits only for Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> That's because, true. you know, I would not like someone like Nancy Pelosi to be termed out. Yeah, I guess I see your point. Yes. Because, yes. you know what? Uh, she was going to retire. They have a book out on her now. Oh. Yeah. Um, she thought Hillary was going to win. So she was going to retire. So, yeah. But she decided I better stay on. And she went head to head with Trump. Oh, she did. We she needed her great. in there. She was great. And speaking of retirements, too, that brings up Ruth Bader Ginsburg, too. Yes. She stuck around as long as she could. Yes. And it's sad. Two months before. I know. And now we have um, another gentleman on the court. His name escapes me they're asking him to please retire now oh that's right he's a democrat right yes Steven? he's a liberal stevens maybe maybe buyer is it buyer maybe yeah Souter? no not Souter. he's gone but anyway there is a uh, a liberal justice on the court now that they're asking to retire yeah they're like what 80 80 years old i think so and uh what how do you feel about enlarging the court you know, I'm really not sure on that, um, but I'm at the point right now, I will look at anything, whether it's an executive order, um, enlarging the court to do our agenda. Our agenda has got to come through. Especially when it comes to voting. Right. And the filibuster, too. You know, um, now we have to deal with Senator Manchin, yes, you know, who and- could go either way. He's from a red state. He's a blue guy, but they've got to support Biden's initiatives and Biden's initiatives are wanted by the country, as you said. The thing is that um, he's not going to get reelected if he votes for all the things that 
That's the problem. He just won't be coming back. I mean, he's getting older. <laughs> but they stay around till what? Their 80s, 90s almost? Yeah, that's a problem. Well, is there any last final last words for you? <laughs> um, last words is, like I say, I got a craw on my, my dander. I want us as people to not forget January 6th. We have got to hold the people that did it accountable, and we've got to hold our, our um, congressional leaders accountable. I know, because some of them were in cahoots. Not our side. It was the other side. Yes. And, there, and that's there's the some thing. Republicans that could still be arrested. And that's why I think they're sort of just, as a cop, the D.C. cop said, they're whitewashing it. They're not, nothing's coming out. So the thing I would like to leave everybody with is we can't forget. We cannot forget January 6th. You're absolutely right. And women out there run for office. And good men, too. We want good men, too. Yes. But particularly women, Angela. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm thinking about it. It's a lot on your life. It's a big commitment of time and responsibility. We'll see. Thank thank you you for having me, my friend. I, I appreciate you doing this for all of us. Yes. I talk to the people who don't always get talked to. That's right. All right. Thank you. Thank you.